today's adventure, a bit more than a week ago or so, as our adventurers make their way down the tunnels with some newly found friends, as Elias, also known as Dragon Force, makes his way back up to Greenspire, with the bodies of two of the guards that were captured, Robin, and the mixed-race tiefling, the human, which I believe I left unnamed, so we're just going to call him Chuck. Chuck Elton, just so he has a name. And if I named it before, call me out on social media. I'd love to hear it. But with those bodies, you come across a couple obstacles on your way back to the mud hole, the pile of mud from where you originally came down. It was mentally and emotionally draining. We won't dive too much into the details, but there was an occasion where things decided to get light and you realize, oh crap, you dropped one of the bodies. It kind of fell out of the bag a little while ago. Mm. Not not easy to deal with when you make your way back. Yeah, that, to that, wasn't, pick that, up. that wasn't great. That wasn't great. With your mind and your body just completely drained. As you finally make your way up to this muddy section where that pile is in the hole above you, you place the bodies down and you just give a big sigh. And you go take one step up that hill and then you just kind of slip. And even though you were normally ready for any of this, you just plop right into the mud and just take a few moments as Uh, you're trying to uh, regain yourself. uh, uh, Oh, this really sucks. Oh, God. And you have that hole about 10 feet above you at the peak of this pile of mud. You are just now completely coated head to toe in mud. Bodies are about 10 feet back. I do, I believe, in my my inventory have some rope. You absolutely do have rope. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody has that lovely 50 foot of rope. And I have manacles as well. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is Elias is going to take the manacles and respectfully manacle the two feet, like a one foot of one body of the Robin of Robin and the other one of Chuck. Let's say the right foot of Robin and the left foot of Chuck. Manacle them together, then tie a rope, tie the rope to the middle of the manacles, if that makes sense. And then try to like pull them out that way at the same time. Are they all still in the sacks? Yes. Okay. I'll try to like do something complicated, like try to like cut a hole in the sacks a little bit, but like, you know what I mean? Just to just <laughs> yep. kind of like give, then give up and then just, you know, find a simpler solution. And um, how do you try to get through that hole? The hole is 10 foot straight up, right? Yep. 10 foot straight up from the, t- from the peak of that pile of mud. It's, it is quite squishy. Every time you take a step, your foot kind of goes in like two, three inches. I don't remember what I have left in terms of my skills. Because it's been a while. Probably copyrighted many times at this point. Um, (laughs) Probably can't do that. I've used my Radiant Soul, so I can't use those. But I think I still have a few key points left. Mm -hmm. So I can actually step of the wind and use Wings Unfurled to gain a flying speed equal to my walking speed until the end of my turn. Okay. So I will try to attempt that. So Elias will kind of get a bit of a breath weapon, kind of go and just like little dry, dry out a little bit of the mud in front of him, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he'll take a, a sprinting start, you know, kind of channel what he imagines a dragon unfurling its wings and soaring off a cliff, cliff majestically into the uh, sunset would be like. And he, you know, just takes off up into the hole. And whether or not those bodies come with him, that is another thing. I think the rope is long enough where I can get to the top without getting like, you know, yanked yep, rope back. Is, rope is 50 feet 50 foot long, so you're probably holding it, and as you get through that, the top of the hole, the rope goes taut, and in front of you, oh, here's another one of them mud men coming up. Kill it. This one's flying. Kill it. Kill it. What? What? Nope. 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 And nope. while you're flying, makes it make a dexterity saving throw as this stone-tipped spear just comes flying at you. It is a 14. Yeah, this spear just just barely makes its way underneath your wings that are behind you as you are flying up as this taut rope comes straight up and then the bodies are now 
out of the hole, and there's you see about like five, six people down here. Ah, guys, 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 it's it's uh, it's it's me, it's Elias, it's Elias, it's it's Dragon Force, you're, oh, Elias. Yeah, you're you one remember, of the mud remember? Yeah. Well, how am you're, I a mud man? I'm, you're I'm covered, covered in, mud. in mud. You're being you're being super. You came from the hole. You're a mud man. Well, that seems generalistic and kind of problematic, really. Um, but. Yeah, I went down the hole with uh with Linden and Atreus and Resden in pursuit of of the Mudmen. I am I'm one of Greenspire's own, you know. My my brother uh, he lives up and he's the he's the woodcarver up there, you know. I, it's, uh, I know Timber. Go get Timber. You actually see the familiar face of Patty walking over from the uh, elevators. Put it down. Just just don't don't attack him. Oh my God, you're just completely covered in mud. What the hell happened? Who who's in the bags? Um. Well, uh, we found our our people. They had unfortunately already been uh, killed by these uh, mud men. Are they really mud? Well, they turned out to be some tricky customers. Uh, We dispatched them. The others, however, found some allies who'd also been hunting them. Uh, It is, this is a long story. There is a lot of crazy stuff. Um, So what do we say we uh, take Robin and uh, I believe I've seen this man before. I believe his name is Chuck, but I had never really gotten the chance to to speak with him, you know? So, um, but I'm uh, so tired. Yeah, let's let's go make our way to the elevator. uh, You can tell me all about it on the way up. Okay, and I do. So, Patty kind of calms the few people down here, explains to them as they're looking at you with, you know, daggers for eyes as you make the way to the elevator. It's you, Patty, and the two bodies of Robin and Chuck. I will have taken the time to also un- unmanacle their feet respectfully and, like, tuck mm-hmm. them back in the bag and then, you know, untie the rope, re-put it, and then just kind of as respectfully as I can, then carry them back to the, the elevator. But doing it in the in the process, I'm not, like, like dragging them behind me. Yeah, and uh, as you... Make your way up to the top. It's that long 20-minute ride up. Mm. Off in the distance, you can see that there are a few other areas far out in the distance that uh, seem to have been slightly damaged from the same type of impact that was below. Mm. There are a few tiny holes you can see here and there off in the distance. As you make your way up to Green Spire proper, Patty kind of pats you on the shoulder, and you look really beat. I'm going to... I'm going to go take care of this. I'm going to go talk to Sayar and explain to her everything that you just told me on that elevator up. You go get some rest. Thank you. I feel like our world is about to change quite a bit. And as you make your way up, where are you going to go find rest for yourself? Are you going to go find Timber and get another room from him? Are you going to go to your brother's place? Are you just going to... I don't want to blow my brother's mind right now with like all of this sort of thing and with an explanation. So I'm going to go to Timber, who would probably be more quick to understand and pick up what's going on because of, you know, Linden's exploits. So, yeah. You make your way over to that little tavern-esque area. It is early in the morning. You have been gone for a whole entire day with that travel. Wow. You um, literally have a point of exhaustion <laughs> oh, wow. in-game. Uh, yeah, you don't I, have to and, down. <laughs> and I'm tired. Elias feels it, and he, uh, he just comes in. Uh, he actually will probably go to the bath first. Maybe I don't know if I need a pre-bath for before you, you, the bath. You know that you know that the room you were in already has like you know all the amenities. Oh, that's you need. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Timber's, Timber's legendary. You know, he's an affiliate. Yeah, you you go see him taking care of a couple customers. He looks out. Oh boy, lot. You look like a fucking mess. Yeah. Well, oh, I, you, look, um, you look tired as hell. Um, yeah. I can. I'm gonna look at you and read your mind. He just kind of like reaches down. You know where the room was that I gave you yesterday. Ching. The yeah. key goes flying at you. I'll snatch it and uh, proceed to uh, stumble up to the room, draw myself a hot bath, and then jump at that to clean up 
try to wash my clothes a little bit too. Probably get like pass out a little bit in the bathtub while I do that. Actually, I kind of like the idea of you just passing right out in the in the bathtub. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll clean my. I'm oh, sorry. I'll clean my clothes first because you know that's my uniform in a way, and you know. They're disgusting, and then I have to throw out all that water. Then, like, I redraw another bath. I redraw a bath for myself. You know, rinse off first, and then like throw all that water out because there's so much mud. There's so much mud. There's mud up his. <laughs> there's so mud <laughs> his butt. There's got mud yeah, butt. Got the mud butt, and you got mud in your butt. It's yep. all all of the above. Everything. All everything is mud. As you lay there in the tub and you begin to nod off, many thoughts of everything are traveling through your mind at light speed. Elias, the real person. Dragon Force, your alter ego. That dragonborn you spoke with the other day, and lots of research that you've done on all other dragonborns and their history, and the stories you've heard. The ones about Bahamut, the black and blue dragonborn, and his sister Tiamat, and their polar opposite ways. Bahamut, the good one of the two, the one that you look up to and try to emulate. He always worked so hard to make everyone feel welcome and to try to help anyone else in need. Then his sister, Tiamat, the goddess of the dragonborns, and her hatred for everything and everyone, broken from the day she was born. Disfigured, missing her right arm and her left leg, multi-colored scales adorn her body. Red, blue, black, green, and white. Bahamut, the older brother, did everything in his power to try to help Tiamat through her hardships throughout life. But at every end, there was even more pain. Through every stage of her life, she was equipped with artificial limbs on her left leg and her right arm until she grew out of them. In her adult life, she had an artificer graft some machinations into them and make them permanent, powerful. Along with this, you learned she studied the art of transmutation magic so she could turn herself into anything else she wants, even if just for an hour. And with all of these thoughts filling your head, you just drift away to sleep. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventures and on 3 All. Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> I am their Dungeon Master, Patrick, and with us today, we have Tyler. Hey, didn't expect to go first. That's how I have it written on my paper. Hey. We also have Matt. <laughs> yo. I wanted another hey, but I'll take yo instead. Hip hop hooray. <laughs> you, you're just going to leave it like that? Damn. Oh. Leave, leave, leave hey. them craving more. Oh. <laughs> we also have Otto. Hey. <laughs> And we have Nate. Hey. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Oh. I felt a tingling there for a second. Oh, yeah. Bob it. Hello, everyone. Hello. Yes, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you today? I hope everyone is having a great day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know better that now. fake smile. Hey, of course, everything's better with D&D and friends and all that happy stuff. And future muffins. <laughs> well, are they really future muffins? They're just muffins you're going to have in the future. They didn't come from the future. But by the time this airs, they will be past muffins. Yes, they will. Oh, shit. Wow, we all just had the an existential crisis time. over past muffins. <laughs> that, that's great. <laughs> Guys, can we have a moment of silence for all the muffins that we've uh, lost to the past? Yes, yeah, so we bow your heads. Of the angels <laughs> in my stomach. Uh, <laughs> last but not yeast. Oh. <laughs> it's funny on many levels. <laughs> oh. Oh. I miss this. All right, I'm just going to dive in because there's no need for anybody to roll any no, dice. That's, that's, that's peak banter. This, so. this is a whole 
Whole Wait, did nothing thing. happen last time? No. Well, the only person that would be able to tell you that would be Elias from his little adventure here. Yeah, so Elias, you find yourself in this massive field under a dark navy blue sky of just stars. I'm slowly walking in this field. I, I yep, have to. You're walking in this field. I'm slowly walking in this field and my, like, you, you know, you kind of see in third person my hand just drifting over, like, the tops of, like, barley as I walk <laughs> through the field. And you hear this vague music in the background, and I feel like I've seen this before somewhere. Is this a commercial for meningitis medication? No, Zoomer, <laughs> this is a gladiator reference, <laughs> goddammit. Go read Zoomer. Oh. <laughs> Go watch Russell Crowe kick some ass. As you are walking fine. through, you know, there's you know some of the grass that's up to like waist height, and then you pass you pass it, and then a big glass mirror appears in front of you. You don't see yourself that you saw earlier in the day covered in mud. You see a stronger, an older Elias, or Dragon Force. What do you see? They are now one in the same. What he sees is this older man. I think Elias was around 26, 27 when he met up with these folks. Um, so what, he see, what you see is a man in his uh, probably to mid, mid-30s at this point, a little bit wizened at his looks. He's uh, shaved his head, actually. So his his locks are gone, um, but he, he shaved his head and he's shirtless and he's just positively just ripped. Just no <laughs> fat on this person, uh, on Elias's body. Just slow, some beads of sweat. It's like, you know, going down a slalom on a ski slope. It is just all muscles. <laughs> Everything that could have been developed has been jacked out of its mind. And what an image. And he has this great, but you know, he had the these rock. robes of like kind of blue and gold and these things before when he was when he was younger but now it's this tattoo that kind of of these three different dragon heads that kind of form kind of a, a spiral and then you know their mouths open on a center which is like this kind of diamond um like this iridescent like prism in the middle of his sternum um and the heads are one is a gold dragon uh one is a red dragon and the other one is a sapphire dragon one for each type of of dragon that he's read about or and by this point has definitely found somewhere and communed with and learned from and yes and you undorning his wrists are these gleaming bracers that are platinum with etchings of both the platinum dragon and tiamat as well the tiamat in the dragonborn shape yes yes the one you described yes uh, the uh, traditional five hands no 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 <laughs> just the traditional uh, in for anthriol those stories as you are looking upon yourself, the mirror just begins to crack from the top and just shatter and fall into pieces. And you see an image of one of your friends, someone familiar. You you can catch the glimpse of Atreus looking in the mirror. And Atreus, we move to you. As you are standing here in the middle of nothingness, what does Atreus see? She's not much taller than last we saw. The scar over her eye has now turned white from age, and her hair is still kind of tattered and split ends and just, you know, clearly done by hand. She's very strong, but it's a lean muscle. So it's obvious, like, in her arms, you can kind of see, like, strength. And by her side, attached to her hip, she has a long, well, I guess it's a short sword, so it's short, that seems to glow with arcane power. She still has her normal cowl and armor and everything like that, but, yeah, I think that's... That's all. Elias squints his now prismatic eyes, which I forgot to mention. That used to be copper, but now they've taken on, like, kind of the similar sort of almost tri-color of, like, the three tattoos. Um, and he's like, predator, it goes up to predator handshake. His fellow dexterous jacked friend. 
Oh, nice to meet you, friend. <laughs> As you go to speak with Atreus, the mirror in front of Atreus shatters, and you both see in front of you Resden. You were standing here with the same tall mirror. What does Resden see? At first, you just see a cloaked figure very much in the shape and style of the Resden you all know from the past. Although the cloak is different now, it's a um, dark purple and bluish layered cloak. Hood is up and there's like these two tendrils that come off the shoulders like cloth and then like slowly they just kind of shape into almost like these pads at the very tips almost down to his knees that have like little spines on them like suckers. Spines from some sort of creature or something. And the head kind of looks up and eyes on his snake staff, the familiar snake staff, glow a little bit. And the eyes under the cloak begin to glow, although unlike the green of the snake staff, the eyes glow red. And he slowly pulls the hood back and you see a completely hairless head with the jaundice, similar jaundice skin around the eyes, around the mouth, the nose, but almost 80% of the rest of the head is just a scaly, brownish, coppery scales with some black specks thrown in here and there. A very sunken nose. It, it's it's still a nose, but it seems to have gotten flattened a little bit. Oh, and then the eyes aren't just red, but they have the pupils are just a black vertical slit. Oh, damn, nice. dude. I really should have written mine out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had thought about this. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, yeah, wait, Elias is wearing pants too. Shit, got to. <laughs> He's totally shredded and not wearing anything at all. His dick has a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> Ribbed for a her pleasure. Oh my god! <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> The things you never think are going to get spoken about during your D&D campaign. My penis would like to step of the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Nate's just just on the wall. He's just on the wall. All the ladies want to hit that, but his AC is too high and they miss. You mean step of the wind or stunning strike? (laughs) That's the next turn. Oh my god. There's an initiative order, you know, we have to take turns. And uh, Resin, as you see this visage of yourself, the mirror just shatters and drops to the ground. And in front of you, you see Lyndon standing in front of a very familiar, same-styled mirror. Lyndon, what do you see in this mirror? An older Lyndon. Less cuddly, slightly more distinguished. Uh, leather armor, a little bit less colorful, a little more worn. Eyes looking a little less optimistic. Uh, mostly the same in terms of equipment and attire, but you can tell that he sees just about everything around him and is constantly scanning the environment. Um, There's some more gray in the gray and white of his hair. Looks more like some colors come into it. And there's a fierceness there that wasn't there before. It's mostly in bearing, but you see differences in Linden. Hot, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Charisma scores real high. (laughs) Yep. And as you gaze upon yourself in the mirror, it also does begin to crack and shatter, land on the ground. And here you all four are, in this massive, ever-extending, flat, grassy plain, with mountains off in the distance, and the sky above you is navy blue, filled with twinkling stars, as far as your eyes can see. And you hear uh, Elias just will kind of look over them for a second, and just kind of like a little, little like, hmm, over at Resden. <laughs> like, and then like a little, <laughs> hmm, over at uh, everyone else. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's just like, um, you hear a voice come out of him, though. Uh, but he's older, and it, you get the sense that finally both Elias, Elias has made a peace with Dragon Force, that they are now one, and you hear this voice say, like, Welcome, my friends. It is good to see you again. Hey. <laughs> Where are we? Tis good to see you as well. Oh, uh, Lyndon is also wearing a cloak with a bunch of eyeballs on it, but, no, you know, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Cool cloak. <laughs> so, Resden, uh... Would you like to talk about it? Perhaps later. How have you been? Great. Elias now, is it? Uh, yes, I am Elias the Dragon Force of Greenspire. Wow, big title. Well, when people attack my home, they get the wrath of a dragon. And it has kept Greenspire safe these many years. Since the last time I saw you, um, hmm, how, where, oh, well, uh, regardless, it's, uh, it is good to see all of you and, uh, enjoy this, this evening of, uh, Tranquility and uh, long waving grasses. Elias, go ahead and roll a wisdom check for me. Thank you. I was. Thank you for bailing me out, my friend. <laughs> I think this might be a good time to mention that uh, with the various upgrades and by talking about oh. Lyndon's eyes scanning around. Yeah. Yep, go ahead. My current passive perception <laughs> score is a 30. <laughs> what? Oh. I knew you were going to build your thing to just do that. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> Oh my can, fucking god, how did how you do that? How is that possible? There's a feat called Observant that is a wonderful feat. Oh my god, you son of a bitch. Okay. What's it give you, a plus ten? Yup. Oh, wow. uh, just a wisdom or check. A plus five or something, I don't know how it ended up that high. And with my plus four, that is going to be an eight. You know these are your friends, but these are some other visual representations, some manifestations of your friends that you've never seen before. I'm mm. sure if it's them or something you're making them out to be. I feel like this could be potential futures of all of you. He kind of he maybe says that to himself, just under his bre- breath, just to then like cr- cr- like quickly clocks that uh, Lyndon, Lyndon absolutely heard every single syllable of that, and even like heard <laughs> what he had for dinner. <laughs> Muffins. Muffins. <laughs> Chops. Does Elias feel a sense of danger or, uh, from them specifically, a sense of um, conflict or confrontation? Has Elias ever felt that from any of his friends to begin with? Only in the sense of sparring with Atreus, but not in a, like, intent to harm sort of way, just an intent to win, more so. So it's more of a spirit of competition rather than conflict or confrontation. I realize I keep saying these con words and I think it's fun. I don't know why. <laughs> trying to piece that in myself, but I can't. Yeah, you you feel you're here for something, but not knowing what this is, not knowing where you are, not knowing why they are here in the images that they are in. You spend some time walking through these flat grassy plains, hands out, waving back and forth between the tall grass. And between you and Lyndon, motherfucker, you do see off in the distance a a tall figure that begins to walk towards you. Mm. And as they get closer and closer, you see this dragonborn adorned with multiple colored scales. It seems to be some sort of construct on their right arm. And in their left, they seem to be holding a massive 10-foot pole arm adorned with platinum armor all around. Gems of all five colors of Tiamat, similar to those of her scales. Oh, and so, I, I kind of look at my oh, bracer, just kind of look back up. It is the spinning image of her. Oh, so okay. you're the joke who calls themselves Dragon Force. You look not of Dragonborn descent, nor a dragon. Not 
even a reptile. Uh, Maybe you're a worm. The wrong kind of worm. I respect your feedback, mother of dragons. I have instead (laughs) attempted to live my life in your image and uh, your appreciation of your power, granting it as much respect as I can to guard my homeland. I am the mother of none. I am the queen of the dragonborn. Some would consider being a queen the, the ultimate mother position. And from behind you, you hear the voice. And Linden, you absolutely see this right behind him as he begins to speak. A black and blue scale dragonborn adorned in a flat black painted suit of scale mail armor. Elias. As you turn around, you know this is Bahamut. Don't let her get inside of your head. Well, we're all technically inside of your head, but you know what I mean. She is the negative thought that you have manifested into that appearance, and I am the positive that you have manifested into this appearance. Two of the many dragonborn you have read stories about for so long, and possibly got you started on the journey of becoming Dragonforce. Trust in yourself. Trust in your friends or the manifestations you have created of them. And defeat her. Defeat your doubt. Defeat the negative energy that holds you back from becoming more than just what you think you are, Elias. And it just, the image just kind of disintegrates. Almost that they're of uh, that, you know, fantastic fucking movie where everybody turned into ash. And then it reforms and just let you know, dragons are real. And then it just dissipates again. Elias kind of just... I knew it. He's going to give us a little fist pump to himself. But um, he also kind of takes in the gravity of this. And because I think the manifestation of Elias in this form is a seeking to be more wise and to be more understanding and less necessarily reactionary in terms of judgments. And he understands that this is, in fact, what he needs to do. And so he straightens up with a poise that you, that the uh, listeners may never have, uh, may not have seen so far from him. I think the closest thing maybe was that when he lit the pyre on fire and that sort of cleansing decision in terms of identity. And with that last little message and the visage of Bahamut disintegrating, Linden, you fucking see anything and everything, even a speckle of dust landing on a fly <laughs> thousand miles away, you see Tiamat running towards Elias with her polearm extended as she tries to pierce All right, I'm going to start off strong. I reach out and touch Elias and close my eyes briefly. Just my normal ones. The ones in the cloak are still open. And um, I grant you sight, friend. And I cast Foresight. Oh, snap. Okay, what does Foresight do for... Fucking great. For me being... For one minute or ten rounds, Elias has a limited ability to see into the immediate future. Oh. For the duration... Elias cannot be surprised and has advantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws. All other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against Elias for the duration. Disadvantage? Yep. Sucks for you, Pat. Only against Elias! It is not a concentration spell. So it's disadvantage on all physical attacks? All attack rolls, including magical ranged attacks, any attack rolls. Um, So with this in her dragonborn form, she is going to try to run into you with disadvantage. With that, 15 into 7, so uh, 7 with the massive glaive is not going to hit you, because what's your AC? 21. Yeah, not going to hit you. (laughs) Did not roll that close. But as you were all now, for the most part, surrounding Tiamat the Dragonborn. I would like you all to roll initiative. Oh shit, I need dice for this game, huh? Well, we definitely need dice for some D&D. Uh, what do we got from uh, 25 to 20? 30, 20. 30, 20 for Linden. What do we got from 20 to 15? 16. 16 for Elias. 
And what do we got from 15 to 10? 13. Resident, what'd you get? Nine. Nine, okay. I have a feeling it's going to be good for you coming up in the rear. I just have this... <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Where the fuck is Gimlet? <laughs> oh, I love it. What do you think I made the cloak out of? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you didn't hear Lin- Linda killed him. <laughs> I knew it would come to this. Just displace your Gimlet. You see me start boiling some pasta using the skin of one of those... <laughs> <laughs> Ending on Linden, uh, you are up at the top of the round. You have your friends within a uh, 30-foot circle and the dragonborn form of Tiamat and all of her colorful scales and machinations attached to her body. What do you do? Let's start with Bane. Uh, what do we got to roll for that? Uh, Charisma DC 19. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's time to Fuck. roll the dice. Nope, failed. Wow. Tiamat sucks. All right, Bane is in effect. Linden does the usual thing where he pricks his thumb on one of his fangs and flicks it toward Tiamat. So Bane and disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. Um, is that is it, it for your turn? You got some bonus. Or was that a bonus? I will... Oh, I have, like, class features. Yeah. Yeah. Level 20 character sheets are so fucking big and complicated. Yep. <laughs> Let's do a bardic inspiration for Atreus. Ooh, okay. Cool. What is that? And that is now a D12. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, that is the first round up. That is Linden. Now, the dragonborn form of Tiamat is going to look at Elias. You are not worthy of that name. Uh, Elias? Dragon Force. Right. Or Dragon Farce. <laughs> she kind of gives you this toothy grin as you see, like, all of her fangs are just kind of dismangled and various scales adorn her whole entire face as it's exposed. With disadvantage, and I have to roll Bane. 20. It's not gonna hit, is it? Just misses. Just misses. With her first strike, she comes in with that polearm and just completely biffs it, pulls it back with her left hand, and then that machination that's on her left, she's going to try to strike across your face as these claws just look like they're gonna sear red hot. So, once again, disadvantage and Bane. No. <laughs> Linden, just fucking everything up that I wanted to do here. <laughs> Level 20 bards, man. Holy shit. I love to serve. Just wait. As as she makes her multi-attack, comes in with the glaive, then tries to claw you inches from your face both times. You can feel the heat coming off that claw as she swung towards you, and it just glows red. Elias, you are up next. Um, okay. I know it's not, it's gonna be cool as shit, but I know she's probably gonna be resistant, but I don't care, because it's cool as shit. So, he kind of looks at her and says, let me show you just how much... I appreciate your power. And I activate the aspect of the worm, which choose any number of creatures you see within my aura. Those each creatures each take 40, 10 acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage. Your choice. I'm going to say, she's going to be probably very resistant to all those things, but I'm going to say acid and I'm going to choose Tiamat. Mm-hmm. What do I have to roll? Uh, I'm, nothing. You, that's what just happens. Nothing. Oh, it just happens. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, uh, how much damage? Uh, it's 40, 10, so let me roll that. That is going to be 20 points of acid damage. Okay, uh, reduced down to 10. And that is, I believe, a bonus action. Okay. Um, and while I'm <laughs> While my, my draconic key reaches its peak, I gain the following benefits. Um, I gain blindsight out to 30 feet. Within that range, I you know I can effectively see anything that is behind total cover, even if you're blinded or in darkness. Moreover, you can see an invisible creature within that range unless the creature successfully hides from me. Uh, when I damage a creature with my Breath of the Dragon, the energy clings to the target at the start of each target's turrets. It deals damage, blah, blah, blah. We'll get to that when it comes to it. And then we just did the explosion parts. That's exciting. And now for my regular action, it's time to beat this lady in the face. <laughs> pow pow 
It says 19 hit. No. It does not. Nope. Oh, you son of a bitch. Digital die. Does a 20 hit? It does not. I know. It was almost at a 19, and it was just like... So. <laughs> was the dice just, like, slowly rolling? Yeah, it just... It does that. It's... <laughs> Love Digital you, dice still great effect, roll. but like, ooh, <laughs> mm. I love you are it. rolling advantage on all your attacks, right? Oh no, oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So first attack misses then. Okay. So then the second attack at advantage is a first one is a twenty-five. Second one is a seventeen. So I'm gonna take the twenty-five. Twenty-five will hit. Nice. So I'm going to uh, do bludgeoning damage. That is going to be eleven damage. Okay. And I am going to spend a key point to do a stunning strike. Where are my key points? There we go. So, a con save throw, DC 18. Oh, uh, con... Constitution okay, so save. Constitution! Which Tiamat should... Do I still have to roll ban on that shit, too? Yep, I believe so. Fuck your knee! No, I fail. Yes! <laughs> stunned! She is... She is stunned. Down to one knee. So, yeah, Elias is kind of... You know, you really, and you see that he doesn't have a, a quarterstaff anymore. He's purely using his body as a weapon. Because his body is a And weapon. this key kind of, like, explodes out of him, like, wraps her in this acidic sort of, like, embrace, and he just swings. Um, but even still, she's still very quick and powerful, so he kind of, you know, misses or glances off her, but then he lands one, like, kick straight under her jaw, dropping her to that one knee. And that's it for your really, really long term? Y- yeah, sorry, thanks. We're hanging okay. here. Thanks for listening, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Atreus, you are up next. You have advantage on anything you were thrown at her as she is down on the ground. You are 15, maybe 20 feet next to her. Elias cool. is right next to her, so no matter what, you would have had advantage anyways because he is <laughs> flanking, and you have this pile of dragonborn color in front of you in platinum. All right. I think Atreus is going to cast Hunter's Mark at first level on Tiamat as her bonus action. <laughs> Weak spell. <laughs> okay, damn. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't want to use my second level yet, so. But she casts Hunter's Mark, mm-hmm. and then she's just going to take out her hand axes and go, well, this will be fun, and just start carving into her. Uh, she gets two attacks <laughs> per turn, or two attacks per action now. Just what? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> so... Now, are you going up physically, like, and hacking, or are you throwing? Uh, she's physically going up okay. and attacking. So the first one is an 18. That will not hit? Not hit. Okay, then the second one doesn't hit either. It's a 16. Did you roll with advantage? She is prone, so... Oh, my God. Brick these dice today. I got a nat one and a two, so absolutely not. I'm rolling Don't on d d Beyond tonight. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, well, that was her turn. Okay. You see this, Elias, and also Lyndon, you see this image of Bahamut just kind of appear, like, up in the sky. Doesn't look like I'm needed yet. And kind of dissipates. Um, also, I, one thing I forgot to mention, that was the uh, higher level effects of that aspect of the worm. The lower level effects, actually. Myself and my allies within my aura, which is, I think, 30 feet, mm-hmm. gain a resistance to the chosen damage type. And I'm just going to go with fire. Because, you know, I'm just going to... It makes sense. Dragons? <laughs> what? Okay. Um, with all that happening... Within 30 feet? 30 feet radius or diameter? Yeah, it, it's a 30 foot radius. Okay. Yeah, everybody. Reston, you were up at the bottom of the round. You saw you saw this blue image of a dragonborn just like pop into the sky and just kind of like dissipated instantly. Sorry, radiates 30 feet from me. So I think that must be... Okay. Yeah. Radius. Yep. Excellent. Okay, okay. I'm not... Okay. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Resden keeps his hood down and he slams his staff into the ground and his eyes glow red and in a abyssal tongue he just yells out and you don't understand the word but you under you feel the meaning and it just feels as this deep booming voice 
just reverberates. And I imagine, though, a little bit different as this time stop ninth level spell takes effect. Being that this is kind of a dream of Elias, I will throw in a little bit of flavor that even though time has stopped for him as well as everyone else, I'm going to say that if you agree, DM, that he still can kind of perceive what is happening, but he can't react. Oh yeah, I'm all for that. Because basically what this is, I briefly stopped the flow of time for everyone but myself. No time passes for the other creatures while I take 1d4 plus 1 turns in a row. <laughs> so I'm going to roll my d4. Someone's going to get buff. Fuck. So that's a 2, so I take 3 turns in a row. Okay. During which I can use actions and move as normal. Okay. I However. Fucking the- terrified, <laughs> but I'm loving this. The caveat is the spell ends if one of my actions I use or if any effects that I create during this period affects a creature other than myself or an object being worn or carried by someone else. So I can only do like things that affect me or nothing attached or anyone else. Okay. Or if I move a thousand feet away. Oh, so, fuck. For my first round. Yeah, this is intriguing as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> for my first round, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself as yep. an action, and I am going to back up exactly 25 feet behind Elias. Elias, you see everything happen in slow motion. I, it's like Superman and um, when he yeah, sees the flash, flash. Yeah. you see his eye, your eyes moving. <laughs> eyes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine friggin' technically Lyndon might even be able to somehow perceive this with his perception. Yeah, with that 30? (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what's going on (laughs) at all times. Incredible. So yeah, Mage Armor taking my AC up to a grand total of 14. (laughs) Second round, I am going to cast a 7th level, 7th level crown of stars. Yes! 7 star-like motes of light appear and orbit around my head. As a bonus action, I can send one of these motes streaking out towards a creature within 120 feet of me on subsequent rounds. The motes stay up to an hour. If I cancel the spell or if I use all the motes, the spell ends. So there's 7 these little marble-sized motes of light just going around my head. I fucking love it. They do 4d12 damage, if I'm not mistaken, when they hit something. 4d12 radiant damage. Oh, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Going to stay where I am, and let's see, what did I say? I get three, yeah, three rounds. And as my third round, I levitate up 20 feet into the air, and... As my bonus, since this thing's going to end anyway, I'm going to fire off one of those motes of light right at this dragonborn. Okay, does it automatically hit, or...? No, it is, I think, a ranged spell attack, if I'm... Yeah, ranged spell attack. Okay. So... I am a plus 10 now at ranged spell attacks. That is a 27 to hit. (laughs) Yeah, gonna hit. So that's 4d12 radiant. Fuck! D12s. I don't even have 4d12s out. (laughs) I never use d12s. You'll use that if you're a barbarian. Yeah. 31 points of radiant damage as one of these seven marbles goes (laughs) flying (laughs) and hits this dragonborn in the chest and explodes in radiant energy. And then the uh, time comes back to everyone. Coming up to the top of the round with Linden, you have this dragonborn shape of Tiamat on the ground just getting pummeled and you saw something. Can't really put it together in perfect words, but 
It was like a glimpse of time fast forwarding right in front of your eyes. Weird. But yeah, I uh, like it. <laughs> Am I still within 30 feet of everyone? Oh, yeah. Okay. Nobody's really cast... moved back yet. So, Oh, wait. Resden did move back. He's 25 feet away from Elias, though, so I think yep. I can still hit yep, everybody yep. with a 30-foot radius. Yep. I'm going to cast Aid as a 7th-level spell, and everybody gets 30 additional temporary hit points. Oh, Ooh. my God. 30. 30. Nice. Yeah, you need those soon. Shut your damn mouth, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to fly back there with Resden. I'm not going to... I'm going to fly so that I'm 25 feet away from Elias and 20 feet from Resden. Okay. I will say, yes, you don't want to get within five feet of me because these motes of light put out bright light and your robe of eyes would not like that. <laughs> yeah, no, what I want to do is I want to be I want to be out of fireball radius of any of my compatriots. There you go. Go ahead. Give me a quick rundown of what being stunned is. I can't do anything or yeah. what? Until the end of your next turn. Can't take actions or reactions. Yes. Automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Yeah, so she's And attacks still against down. a creature have advantage. Yep, I knew about that advantage. And, yeah, and at so. the end of her turn, she can make a re-roll the con saving throw. And can't move. And what was that con save? Because I can't do anything. Oh, so. sorry, it's 18 with Bane. Uh, natural 20 and then I'm going to expend a uh, bardic inspiration to use cutting words and subtract a d12 <laughs> from that saving throw. <laughs> nice. Yeah, failed. No matter what, fail. No, no, because if you rolled, yeah, no, because if he rolls a one, then it's you rolled oh, a nineteen. I, you could. I have to roll the d twelve, or he has to. I rolled a ten. Yeah, no, you fail. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, this is gonna get a lot different soon. I, I have, I had a feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Elias. is suspiciously easy. Elias, this dragonborn form of someone you have read so much about. Laying there, motionless, unable to do anything, seems powerless compared to the stories that you've read. Mm. This goes through your mind. That's all. It's too easy. <laughs> I'm going to give myself an insight check. Sauce. See if I get nervous. 18. Oh, too easy. This feels too easy. My passive insight is 16. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, 14. My passive investigation is 21. Jesus. I get a plus 17 so what, to acrobatics. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing on your character sheets? I took the, um, I took the, sca- the, I took the skill feat. So I got proficient. I got expertise in a skill I'm already proficient in. I'm just going to walk along a fucking thread, not break it. Yeah. The I've thread is three microns. <laughs> I got a negative one to athletics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me Elias, too, bro. Me too. <laughs> I thought it was um, Linden's first in the round, not the end. Okay. Yeah, it was Linden, Tiamat, and then you. So I kind of, I, I'm like, this is, this feels too easy. But at the same time, I was told by Bahamut to defeat my doubts and defeat my fears, and I kind of almost interpret my fear as just some another aspect of this welling up, and I decide to swallow it and just breathe fire. Now I'll breathe um, acid again, using Breath of the Dragon as my attack action. I can replace one of my attacks with a breath weapon. 20-foot cone, I would like to angle it so I don't hit any of my friends, or it's a 30-foot line, I believe acid breath is. Easy enough, two of your friends are up in the air, so nope. you're good. That's 3d10, acid, damage, one, two, trace. We are Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> 15 acid damage. <laughs> Who's on the trampoline? <laughs> and they can, uh, it's 18 damage, but you, they can roll a deck save. DC 18. Oh, they automatically fail deck saves because they are stunned. Uh-huh. So, yep. Yep. That was 18 damage. So that was I believe. 18. 
It's gonna be half. Cool. And that was one of my attacks, and I can re- uh, that replaces one of them. The other one, I come in with like a kick, and that is a sixteen plus. That's a twenty-seven to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Um, four uh, plus five is nine, so that's nine damage. And I choose. That's fine. Let's keep it as. And bonus actions. Like an accountant with my little like tablet. I'm just like looking down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> you guys need to cut back on your spending this year. Yes. Uh, don't, don't forget about the taxes. Yeah, and I guess all bonus actions for the key point of flurry of blows. Okay. Sixteen plus eleven. So this is gonna be twenty-seven to hit. I'll hit for fifteen damage. Okay. Bludging. And then. Rolled. I shouldn't roll my damage before I roll the other attack. Nineteen. All right, these are all supposed 19. to be an advantage. Fuck. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was a natural nineteen on the die plus eleven, so that's gonna hit anyway. Yeah, that'll hit. So that was a nine damage for that. Uh, plus five is nine. fourteen. And I'll. She's still stunned, so I'm like, kind of doesn't. So that was another nine and another fourteen, right? Yes. No, okay, it's, no, it's, no, it's just fourteen total. I was adding. I was adding. It's fourteen. Okay. Yeah, just that fourteen. Yeah, for that second all blow. Right. Yeah. So that's oh, that's everything I got, baby. Yeah. How are you physically attacking? Like, what does it look like as Elias is trying to tear this image apart? Well, you see, when you when Elias strikes. Tiamat is this basically like the tattoos uh, of the three dragons and the prism all pulse, uh, like especially with his draconic aspect, like the key flowing out of him, and like each time it pulses and it looks like rippling energy, like kind of swirls through the dragons and like lights up this prism. What kind of color? It, it, it kind of radiates the, the colors of each of each of the dragons that's on his chest. So one gold, one red, and then one sapphire. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. although there is like when it, the the prism itself, which is kind of diamond-esque, right? There is a bit of almost light refraction, which kind of, you know, incorporates all the different types of elements. And with every punch, you see that energy transfer, and you just see, like, this glow around all of the various red scales that yeah. adorn Tiamat's That's my turn. Body. Atreus, you see Elias up close and personal beating the shit out of Tiamat on the ground. You have advantage. You have advantage on anything you want to do, pretty much. Awesome. Atreus is going to use her bonus action, and she's going to grab the sword from her hip that seems to glow, and she's going to throw it into the air, and then it flies forward and begins to attack Tiamat. Ooh. It uses my attack roll and ability score. It's the dancing short Fun, sword. Nice. I had a feeling. <laughs> uh-huh. So... I don't know if it can attack on my bonus action because it. Has no, yeah, to yeah, move. you cast it so you can still attack with it. Okay, awesome. So she'll attack with the dancing short sword. Shake, 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 Sonora. Shake your body tight. <laughs> shake, 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 Sonora. That's a 24. <laughs> 24 will hit. Great, awesome. So I'm just going to roll it on DD Beyond again. That's a six, and Hunter's Mark is active. So that's another D6. So that's. Well, because I rolled two d6s, or two okay, sixes on my d6s. I also have Colossus Slayer because she's less than her maximum HP, so that's an additional four. Nice. And don't you have anything to add to those sixes? Do I add something to Hunter's You should have something to add. Whatever, like your proficiency. I don't add anything to Hunter's Mark. Okay. And that's it for your turn? No, actually, nope. I, still, I right. still get to attack by myself. Jeez. Hell yeah. Hey, what I'm are you just doing? checking. I'm just checking. She's going to try to slice again. With our hand axes. Mm-hmm. With advantage. Yep. So it's a 15, 16, 22. 22 is what you need. Okay, 22, just the one. Okay, so one hits, do some damage. Yep. It's going to be eight additional damage to that, and I can only do all of that other stuff once per turn. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 that's not true. With Hunter's Mark, it's all hits. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell two. yeah. Another two? 
Another two damage. Okay. I was going to say, wizards didn't hate them that much. As, as you were True. up close and personal hacking away, um, you do feel like this kind of trembling and shaking coming from this body and... Out of the back, you see what look like limbs or something beginning to sprout from her back, only exuding about like a foot, but it pops through her armor. Cool. With her movement, she's going to back up uh, <laughs> and go about 30 feet back. Uh, Not I can't, near Resden. I, I, just, I can't try to attack you, so... Just that's, away. Yeah. But her dancing short sword, short sword stays there. All right. Bottom of the round. Oh, wait, no. Um, You also all see this dark visage of this black and blue dragonborn's head kind of... Oh, shit. I thought it was going to be useful here helping you. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Bahamut. Going to Bahamut Bucks. And, uh... (laughs) Anybody want a caramel macchiato? <laughs> uh, Resident, you were up at the bottom of the round. Can see a slight change altering in the Dragonborn that is on the ground. Even though they're not supposed to move, it seems like something is beginning to exude out of their body. Okay. I am going to use three sorcery points to add the <laughs> heightened spell effect to my next spell which uh, forces the creature to make a saving throw at disadvantage on the next spell I cast. Okay. So not only they're disadvantaged, but they have to roll a d4 because they're baned. Yep. So a, a 30-foot cube, so I'm going to make it so it's like just, they're just barely in it, and the rest of it goes the opposite direction from all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm casting Abi Dazim's Horrid Wilting. What does this oh, do? Oh, yeah. You draw the moisture from every creature in a 30-foot cube centered on a point. <laughs> Each creature in the area must make a con save. A creature takes 12d8 necrotic damage on a fail or half as much on a success. <laughs> so, I failed my people uh, and the goddess Mercure. But, yeah, so apparently at the end of my turn is when uh, Stunning Strike ends. Oh. Just a heads up, which is why you should always re-up it as a monk. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. So I just wanted to tell you that in advance. Oh, shit. So I could have actually had a... Uh, at the end of a, my turn. At the yeah. end of Atreus's turn, I could have swung. Yes. But you didn't want to, though. But I didn't... I, for some what reason, have I, I ever done to you, Patrick? Tiamat's in the middle of a transformation anyway, so right? I, I, but, I don't know. Uh, but, but, but we're, we're going to do that little... Rewind. Just try to get a strike onto Atreus. So, so sorry, Matthew. It's going to be a simple... Right? I'm not the one strike. <laughs> uh, no, no, no fucking way I'm going to do anything. That's a uh, seven plus a five uh, minus two. Not going to hit you, right? No, didn't think so. I don't even know that math, but just no way. I love Bane. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) I have to make sure other things... Well, I have one thing already set, so... The save DC is 18. Okay, um, with disadvantage. And the Bane... Okay, so natural one. Oh, on pinky, on pinky. Kill I had that T-Mot. natural one on pinky. So fifty-four necrotic damage. Okay. Jesus Christ, lad! <laughs> what the fuck you think you're doing? Timber's not hearing the fucking battle, or is he just in your head? Maybe, maybe. Like I did, yeah. So Elias <laughs> is like kind of just his voice like changes that suddenly, and he doesn't know why. And he's, I like to think that in like the real world, like Timber's like, "Are you okay, lad, in there?" And as he's sleeping, he just kind of <laughs> hears that. <laughs> I love it. Door. You said 54? Like any plants within 30 feet of this also die behind Okay, so TMF. that was 54 damage you said, right? 54. Okay. Necrotic. He learned plant growth. He learned plant death. 
<laughs> it's it's doubly good. I don't have to eat them, and I can hurt my enemies. Okay. Am I an enemy? At the bottom of the round. No, I met plants. Reston <laughs> has casted this. You all see all of the beautiful green grass in this massive okay. area. Yeah. I'm not done. I'm, st- I'm, I'm doing that part. <laughs> oh, okay. You all sorry, see sorry. the green just grass sure. just like dissolve into fucking <laughs> nothing. It's just limp noodle like, grass. <laughs> Sand. It's brown. I might say. It's sand. It's dirty. It's Lip dusty. Noodle. And you still see this form of Tiamat with more things just sprouting out of her back even further and further. What else you got, Matt? And then as my bonus, I'm going to shoot off another of my. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. That is 16, I think. This is. Uh, 16 will miss. Well, okay. with advantage? Why advantage? I don't know if I would have advantage or not. It's oh, only, no, no, on, no, it's no, only on the first. Unless yep. the... Yeah. No, she, she was not prone anymore. Yeah, so it's straight roll. Okay. Linden, at the top of the round, here you are floating 25 feet above. You see changes coming to this visage of this multicolored dragonborn. Tell me, Patrick, what do my tabaxacocra eyes see? Something that is changing into something you don't want to know. Does it look like something that I could counterspell? No. Does it look like something that I could dispel? No. Does it look like a curse that I could remove? (laughs) (laughs) It is an an innate thing. (laughs) At least one of my friends is still next to Tiamat, yes? Yes. Yes, Elias is. Yep. 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 (laughs) Okay. I'm going to shoot with my elemental bow. Mm-hmm. Which, have you ever actually used it? No, I usually <laughs> use spells, but yes, you do. Um, Incredible. I'm going to use it. Now, I get to choose the damage type? Yes, you do. Is it additional damage? It is. Okay. It's the elemental equivalent of the actual shot. So you shoot the invisible arrow, which does physical damage or force damage, and you also get whatever spell you chose as okay. alternate damage. You roll separate for both. Okay. Not separate attacks, but separate damage. Dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20 will not hit. Okay. Then an arrow streaks by and does nothing. Linden will shout, Elias, keep your distance, and will cast a bardic inspiration on Elias. And as you fire off this arrow, you see these extrusions from her back as she looks back at you with her face and her fangs just begin to grow as her whole entire massive body begins to grow. Her head just begins to extend from her body. The two, what look to be wings, extend out of her massive body as what was this one tiny little dragonborn becomes this massive five-headed dragon, but one of the heads appeared to be some sort of mechanation. What was her right arm? is now an unknown color of my own choice. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mecha Tiamat. So, in front of you, you Dear all God. see... <laughs> she says, yes? <laughs> One of her, uh, her left leg is also still a mechanized creation, but it seems to have taken shape as a dragon leg. I'm also pissed off I could not have used any of my ball spells because I got fucked on that one. <laughs> I had a fireball, ice ball, poison ball, latent ball, acid ball, all ready to go. (laughs) But we're going to see where this goes now. This wasn't even her final form. Reminds me of an anime I watched about Babylonia. (laughs) This reminds me of every anime I've watched. (laughs) That's absolutely fair. I think we watch very different types of anime. I want to buy this house. You know what immediately came to mind was Yuri on Ice when you said that. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, I was like, is this stereotype? No. Oh, Otto definitely watches Yuri yeah. on Ice. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> also Beast Stars. So Yuri on Ice is a good show. The far right head is this massive mechanation that appears to be some sort of like charred black metal. The one next to it, a blue fucking long dragon head. The one in the middle, green. The one to the left of that, white. And the one to the far, far left is red. And Sorry, you said far right twice? Uh, far right, then the next one in is blue, then the next one is green, okay. next one in white, then far so left far is far left red. is red. Okay. Far left is red, far right is like a black mechanation. Okay, gotcha. Man, Elias' mind is fucked up. <laughs> What the hell, Elias? One of the dragon heads yells, Victor! (laughs) And it is now her turn. Also, right off the bat, using a legendary uh, resistance to get rid of the bane. Oh, That's good. Oh, it's okay. We burned through one of them. (laughs) I got a lot of first level spell slots, you guys. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, everything has changed now. Like, that right there? That little card? That's a little card. This is a big card. Tiamat's stat block is <laughs> fucked. Oh, oh I, I, I altered a couple things, because this is my world. I know, I'm just so excited to see what <laughs> how, how much more fucked you made her. It's great. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love it. Elias, mm-hmm. all five heads look towards you, and that one on the far right-hand side, you can just hear and see like all of the metal grinding against itself, and you see the sparks just begin to emit from it and just drop to the ground as if you're like in some sort of fucked-up factory. Dobie? Um, and then I'm going to... Oh, no. Uh, she, my action. She's she's coming for you. It's her turn. Oh. Yeah, she just shapeshifted oh. into this massive monstrosity. That was just that took less in, than innate, six seconds. innate thing to happen. Damn. At, once All her right. hit points drop to a certain point, this happens. Good thing you have foresight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, wait, what does foresight do again? So Elias has advantage on all attack, ro- attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks. Okay. And gotcha. there's still disadvantage on him. And disadvantage on anything attacking him. Okay, so I still have a disadvantage on attacks, but not for him to save. Correct. So well, he has advantage on saves. He has advantage on saves. Let's see if he can save this. That mechanation on the far right-hand side, the me- the metallic one, it's going to spew just what looks like sparks in fucking acid at you. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Is a nat 20 plus 11 good? Yes, that is fine. <laughs> but you're still going to take half damage. Nope, I have evasion. Fuck! life. Fuck! Hey, Patrick, have you hit one of us at all? Uh, no, but I'm about to because that was just one action. He's a monkey evading monkey. <laughs> you have one head <laughs> trying to spew down. That's the end of Tiamat's turn. Elias, you were up next after just completely ignoring anything that this mechan- mechanized head did. Towering 40 fucking feet above you. Yeah, and it was just very calm and serene. It was almost like a, you know, a confident, uh, just kind of a shrug almost and like a moving of his neck slightly to dodge these things. It almost looks like he moved, but then you blink and he, he's in the same position. And you're like, did he move? But then he also recognizes how bad this is. And I'm going to use Empty Body, which is a four key, I can spend four key points on my action to become invisible and gain resistance to all damage but force damage for one minute as an action. <laughs> Shit. Well, he'll be alive at the end of the battle. Four. All right. <laughs> Peace. Uh, and then I will, that's my action, then I will bonus action. She would have a disadvantage on it anyway, but I don't want to get hit real bad. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I'll spend another key point to uh, take the disengage action. Okay. And uh, then sprint back 60 feet. 
And uh, yeah, which is my move speed now. And that's the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll circle around so that like, I don't know, how far back are you guys from me? I went back 30 feet. From Tiamat. Okay. So I'm like 30, I'm like 29 feet behind Atreus then. So she's still within that aura. <laughs> yep. So at the end of Tiamat's turn, I'm going to use a legendary action and go ahead and shoot some fire with the red dragon at Resden as you are floating there. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. And you're you're still within my radius, right? I was 25 feet back from you before you blew you. So. Also up in the air. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. I was trying to get like within the... I'm, I'm however far back that includes his radi- my radius for bubble of words. I got you. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I am going to use my Tides of Chaos once per long rest. I can gain advantage on a saving throw. Alright. The high one was 15 on the dice, and he said dex... Yep, dex. Not great. My dex is my worst stat besides strength. That's a 16. You're looking for a 27. Uh, you take half that. Excuse me? Fire damage? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be half that because you're in his aura. But that is 26d6. Oh. I'm sorry, what? I thought you said 26 damage total. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, you, you're going to take half of 26d6 damage. I'm sorry, The what? DC was 27. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. Um... <laughs> uh, what? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm, I didn't have to even use my uh, Tide of Chaos because I have natural magic resistance, so I would have rolled advantage anyway. Okay. I rolled 102, so you're going to take half, uh, 51 fire damage, as this red Jesus fucking, Christ. you know, this red fucking dragon's head just spews would you like to fire. Use, would you like to use your reaction to deal 1d10 damage of that chosen type to the attacker? I'm sorry, what? No, part of my aura thing is, like, you could use your reaction to, like, you deal 1d10 damage of the uh, of the chosen type to the attacker. So, like, it'd be fire damage back to Tiamat. I just wanted to put that pathetic option out How there. does that work? <laughs> I can just do it as a reaction? Because I'm in your aura? It's, it's, it would t- basically take your reaction but in, within my aura. Basically, if someone fires you, you could fire back. Sure. It's probably immune to fire, but let's do it. It's not. I'm not going to do a reaction otherwise, probably. Okay. Uh, 1d10 back, you said? Mm-hmm. Six points of fire damage back at Tiamat. So that'll be three. Oh, hey. boy, guys. Not immune. <laughs> I should have taken elemental adapts. I thought I was resistant to fire, but that's my... Uh, my uh, bird character in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Atreus, you were up next. You're watching the two of these heads just spew various things at your compatriots. What the fuck, guys? Why <laughs> did the 30 go away from uh, the temporary? <laughs> Hunter's Mark is going to drop, and she's going to uh, take four holly berries out of her pocket, chuck them forward, and they're going to turn into four black bears. Say four halle berries? <laughs> Holly berries. Holly berries. Um, yeah. No, no, I'm in a cat outfit, like Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, then they just kind of morph into black bears. Yeah, it's They're four Halle berries, like black bears. Yes, four Halle berries, black bears. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like like four Catwomans come out. He's just like distracted. Yeah, she's gonna conjure four black bears. I roll initiative for all four of them. Okay, just keep them all in the same slot. Okay, cool. I'll just roll the one. Do I use my initiative bonus? Yeah, use yours. Okay, so 15. 15. Uh, they are just after Elias. Cool. So before me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So there's four fucking Halle <laughs> Bears on this yeah. fucking battlefield. And I want them. <laughs> she's going to say surround as her, their command word. And so they're going to go on all four sides of the team. There's lumbering. Okay. Okay. On so over no matter what, to... anyone who is trying to physically attack Tiamat 
has advantage because yes. she is 100% flanked. Yes. That was my action. And as my bonus action, Atreus is going to drop to the ground and use Vanish. It means I use the hide action as a bonus action on my turn, and I can't be tracked by non-magical means unless I choose to leave a trail, which obviously I'm not going to do. So she drops to the ground and disappears. Okay. Next up is that magical, wonderful being, Bahamut. You, my bears don't get to go? They came before you. But they just entered the initiative order. Does it? Do exactly. they automatically go? I don't know. It doesn't really say, so I'm good for whatever. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I want okay. I want you to attack. Because I, I, I think in... I think in Elias's mind, Atreus would just like pull some bears out of nowhere and just like go. Oh. He would like barrel roll forward and then just swipe. Bear? Yeah. Like barrel roll. Halle barrel roll. Uh-huh. Yeah, so go ahead and roll four attacks with the bears. Well, I, they actually um they get eight attacks. Okay. Here, go Patrick. Ahead. They they get two attacks each. <laughs> one of them with their bites and one with their teeth. So I'm just okay. gonna roll four for the first set. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, imagine uh, they all have advantage too. Because they are all what mutually flanking each other. How many dice am I rolling here? Sixteen d twenties. Four sets of you know, yeah. Sixteen okay. sets of d twenties. Just, just speed roll all the d twenties. You do that, and maybe we'll yeah. go to the next turn. Well, we'll, we'll come while back you're to rolling it. that stuff in the deep blue sky. Bahamut just kind of well resonant. And you see this like kind of little dragonborn like finger pop out of the sky and you were gonna take you take seventeen health back as Bahamut heals you, resident. Hey, I look up at the visage of Bahamut and my eyes glow red for a second and I kinda grimace, but then I accept the health, albeit unwillingly. Is that thirteen? Uh seventeen. Seventeen. Thank four, you. Four, 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 and plus one. Four, I four, rolled four D fours plus four. That's I'm almost back up to where that was. Thanks to that 30 temporary hit points. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the 30 clump. <laughs> oh, shit. I had to put some more damage on y'all. You can certainly try. I will, because Atreus' turn. I'm still gone. rolling, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe four bears was too many. <laughs> what if, what if she, what if she needs to hit so she knows how many hits yeah, and how many misses? Because I'm like 22. Trent, 22. 22. Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, no. It's okay. We appreciate your forbearance. 25 is the AC for the new form. Yeah, 25 is the AC for Tiamat. Okay. Yeah. That one I did not change. None of my fucking bears hit. None None of them them hit. But they're all angrily swinging. Not a single natural 20. They're never going to hit. They're never going to hit even if I get a natural. No, no, no. Even if I get a natural 20. That's an auto hit. A a nat 20 will hit. Always. Said about my bears. And double. No natural 20, so. Oh. Meat shields. Yeah. That's pretty much all I was thinking. And, you know, automatic advantages. So. But they don't hit. None of them hit. One of them got close. They got a 19. Bahamut heals uh, Resident. And Resident, you were up at the bottom of the round. Okay. I am going to use bonus action. Shoot off another of my crown of things. Crown of stars. Crown of crown stars. stars. Yes. Fuck. You said it was twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five. Yes, sir. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. That misses. misses. So one more. I've got four left, and then as my action, I'm going to use a uh, what is it? Three sorcery points again. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to scroll to my uh, sorcery points. Meta magic. Um, heightened. No, twinned spell. Okay, so <laughs> I can target a second creature on a spell that normally affects only one creature. So I'm going to cast haste on myself, and since this is his dream, Elias. Oh God, I'm invisible. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh wait. Do you have to so see him? Have- this is Elias's 
dream. He can force oh, this perspective. Are you invisible? He is invisible. Yes, but I allow my friends to see me. You do? You my can't dream. do that? No. It, it's, it's within my world, and I think... Well, it does say I, a willing creature that I can see within range. I think in this instance, y'all can see... Okay. Alright, so you have another plus two to your AC, you have advantage on dexterity saving throws, and gain an additional action on oh. each of your turns. The action Empowered. can only be used to take one extra weapon attack, or dash, dish, and cage hide. It's gonna be real bad. And your speed's doubled again. got a lot of stuff again. to keep track of there. So you're, you're like incredible. flash now, because your speed's doubled as well. Oh, 120 <laughs> feet of movement? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love hasting the monk. It's so fun. So I am also hasty because I need the extra protection. Hasty, yeah. So yeah, my AC is now 23. Jeez. Mine's 16. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mine's 16. 20s. That's with two different spells, effectively. (laughs) Was was that it for you, Risen? Uh, That's, yeah. And then also, well, fuck, I'm... To le- levitating, I can't move laterally while I'm levitating. So, uh, just running really, really fast in midair. <laughs> so I'm still technically like 30 feet back from Tiamat because mm-hmm. I hadn't moved from the beginning. Yep, that's my turn. Okay, um, Linton, top of the round. You've seen two of these heads set things off as Tiamat is going to take another legendary action and aim the white head towards you as you are flying. Now I would like you head. to make <laughs> yes, the white head. <laughs> I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw as uh-huh. this cone of fucking ice is just flung towards you in midair. So 22? Uh, no, 27. Yeesh. Hit me. Okay, um, so that is 16d8. Elias, wake up, please. Uh, hold a 16d8, and that is 80 damage. Oof. Yeah, you you just get hit with this massive icy blast, and I, I, I have a feeling that all of Linden's uh, like little fur patches and you know feathery areas just kind of get crystallized. Become a little heavier. Ow. And that was... My turn. It is your turn. Uh, that is their third legendary action for this whole round. And I get to regain five. I get to go back to five once it's my turn again. I cast Bane. <laughs> what do I have to roll? Uh, charisma saving throw. Oh, much better now. That's a 20. That does save. It's an 11 plus nine. All right. I'm getting out of there. I'm tr- flying 25 feet away. And I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Healing Word on myself as a, let's go with fifth level spell, giving me a measly 12 hit points back. <laughs> and that's it for your turn? That's it. Oh, I would do want a Bardic Inspiration Resden. Okay. What do I get for that? D12? 1D12. Oh, hey, you so, want to know something cool? What? Atreus can sense Invisible Elias. Because she has feral senses. <laughs> I can I can see you because I have blind sight. What? <laughs> you can smell his musk. I can see you all because I have the robe of eyes. I don't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Linden. As you are flying through the air backwards, trying to get away from this Tiamat, they are going to run towards you. What about my bears? Attack of opportunity. You get your attack of opportunity with each of them. Give them all advantage. Yeah, just keep rolling until you get natural 20s. Yeah, if you get nat 20s, (laughs) automatic hits. My bears. You should just get a dice app for that many dice. Any nat 20s? Nope. (laughs) Any nat 20s? Nope. It's both bare necessities. Fuck, nope. Nope, nope none of my bears hit. All right. No uh, bears. Qu- question, As... are, they, are these bears, like, real, or are they, like, 
magical constructs they're like fey. from f- they're fey I mean, bears. Okay, so they're not real bears. They're just they're like okay. familiars that you they're like frumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, sure. So I can't polymorph them. <laughs> no. They're fey creatures. I don't know. No. Linton, flying in the sky. Tiamat is coming towards you mm-hmm. with a multi-attack of a claw claw and spin around with the tail. What is Tiamat's speed? Uh, 120 flying. Can, can one bear just be hanging from like her tail? That would be funny looking. <laughs> oh, the bears are absolutely running after her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, oh, trying to reach so her. Like a zombie like, trying to reach her for something. Uh, Linden for claw claw. They all have red shirts on. So each claw <laughs> attack has a plus 19 to hit. I rolled that an 18 hits. and a 4. It hits. So those are both going to hit. Just just the bonus hits. <laughs> so then it's going to be 4d6 plus like 10 cat playing for with each ball hit. of yarn. On 4d6, that is 11, 12, 13, 14. So 24 for the first hit. Mm-hmm. So both of those hit you, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you roll a nat 1, it hits. Right. So the second one takes hits you for 29 damage. So 24 and then 29. Yes. How's Linda doing on that, uh... Health. I feel great. Uh, then Tima is going to flip around and quack you with their tail. Quack you. Uh, um, 13 plus 19, I think, hits. Yes. 28. 28 additional damage. Yes. Shit. Okay. Is Linden still alive? Linden is still alive. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Linden, with this massive, like, three-hit attack, you are still barely standing or flying? What's your health at? Who, me? Yeah, you, you, you. Lower than his perception. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Elias, uh, you were up next in the round. You can see his soul leaving his body. (laughs) How high up in the the air is she? Um, Probably about 25 feet. Okay, not entirely because maybe like 10 feet because she can, she got that height. You know, like 40 yeah, feet. True. Yeah, that's pretty tall. If I see the light at the end of the tunnel, does it blind me because of the row of eyes? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell. Oh my gosh. I sprint forward, um, invisible, and I, uh, I have 120 feet of movement due to haste. So I'm just going to use my movement and then I'm going to uh, try to jump onto Tiamat. Okay. What's your acrobatic skill? I get a plus 17. I don't even need you to roll a die. This, there is nothing hard about this at all for you. It, it even feels like there's like this little extra push from underneath you just to help you up from this blue in black, like speckled hand. Mm, I love it. I'm going to run up the length of the blue head first, because I don't know why. It would, the white seems... one is the one that struck at uh, Linden. Just in case. Just in case. Sure, yeah, I'll run up that one, because that's the one I you know, most, most immediately see. And I will take my attacks, which I pre-rolled while you were in the, <laughs> in the bathroom, which uh, that's, uh, up, I, I rolled two, two 17s plus 11 uh, for each of those. Oh, yeah. And then I rolled an 11, but then I used my Bardic Inspiration, rolled a uh, 6 on that, which became a 17, which then also became a 17 plus 11, which is 28 to hit for all three. So, three strikes on that one head. What is the damage? Um, that is something I didn't roll. Uh, we're going to roll right now. We're going to roll, and it's going to be it right a now. 13, and then stunning strike. Oh. If they're stunned, do they fall to the ground? I, I don't... Can she be stunned? I don't know. She might have a resistance. <laughs> she might have immunity to stunned. You could use up one of them legendary resistances. Yeah, cannot be stunned. Okay, so I'll probably find that out in a set. I'm like, oh, hmm, interesting. Um, but that makes sense. Uh, I'll roll a die Next damage nope. is nine. So we've got 13... Nine. And then uh, 11. 11. And then Flurry of Blows. Oh, that's right. You're fucking hasted. <laughs> 13 plus 11 is uh, 24, so that misses. Elias, this is your mind. Yes. As you were trying to make that punch with that 24, you feel something kind of push your elbow. You see this spectral black and blue just essence just kind of assist 
Just hmm. a little bit. Just a touch. Cool. That's awesome. And then like that makes my next strike hit even truer. And that second one for the flurry blows was a natural twenty. So the one that was a twenty-four that became a twenty-five. What was the damage on that one? All right, six, I believe, plus five. Uh, it's like something that's not doing the math for me anymore for some reason. Um, oh, it's eleven. There we go. That's because I clicked the wrong thing. Oh, okay, another cool. eleven. Yep. And then uh, with that nat do twenty, we double dice. What? With that nat twenty, you roll the damage, double it, and add your modifiers. Okay, so let me roll damage five, double it to ten. Sorry, five, double it to ten. Yeah, five, double it to ten plus five is fifteen. Okay. And he, like he kind of comes out of being invisible, and then just you see him like arcing, like uh, like he kind of comes about invisible as on a on a jump and then just slams down like onto that the white head <laughs> pus everywhere um and that's that's my turn atreus you are uh your bears are up so here's the thing team out ran really far away but i pre-rolled my bears attacks and two of them hit what did they hit with a 20 not 20 okay so not 20s all right so we're gonna go we're gonna go fun story here because i love it your bears. i will use the rest of my movement to jump off team out run grab the bears and <laughs> no, then run no, back no, no, and put no. them on top of the <laughs> no, no. your bear in I its hand just, i'm very excited that two of my bears hit and i oh, was no, so no. sad when i realized that she was in the air no 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 she's at least 20 feet up bears are at least eight feet tall the two your bears they can climb top. 30 feet. oh yeah 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 we're gonna get there we're gonna get there the your bears all begin to run towards tiamat as she begins to like yes. ascend in the air one of them piggybacks on top of the other and then it becomes like almost this kind of clown thing where they're all stacking above and the My two of them bears. are at the top Cirque du Berlin. <laughs> the two of them at the top just kind of like strike and each get one hit on one of the legs. Oh my god. Like it is like two towering bears with two more on top. Like it is definitely Cirque de Belair. Le Bear? Mm. Whatever. It's since I already pre-rolled their damage, but since it's two Nat 20s, do I just just double what I had rolled originally, or do I roll damage roll for one, then double dice? it. Okay. And then so, roll damage for the other one and double that. Okay. So it was six doubled twelve and then one doubled to two. So okay, so we got a 12, twelve damage. And we got a two. Oh. Yeah. Or a fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Math. Atreus, <laughs> you were up next as you see her bears towering, running towards this flying. <laughs> colorful dragon just <laughs> looking like they're just oh, doing boy. doing you an absolute service. Go bears. <laughs> Go bears. Go bears. Stop <laughs> bears, 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 bears. Do I see that Lyndon's looking a little a little rough? What's your uh, what's your passive perception? <laughs> not yeah. great. 11. It has not yeah, changed. Based on based on like the visuals, like you're down here, your bears mm-hmm. are in front of you, Tiamat's above, and Linden would be like out of view. Yeah. You would not know what's going on up there. All right. All right. That's fair. Why are so many of my spells concentration? Yay. Okay. Atreus is just going to, um, she's going to take out her longbow from her point of hiding, and she's, I believe, still laying on the ground. I believe I have a feature that lets me, um, hold on. I will also give you advantage because you are technically hidden. Yay! I'm not a rogue, but thanks. No, you were, you, you hid yourself in the ground. Oh, yeah. And, and you were, you know, she's completely facing away from you. Lyndon is in front of her, which you don't know. I'm providing the flanking. And, and the bears <laughs> are tickling her belly. Yay, I'm also bears. engaged with her on top of her head. Yes, you are. <laughs> Uh, okay, so she's just gonna take her longbow and oh, then bears. she's gonna fire two <laughs> shots. Go bears! Let's do some shots. Do some shots, uh, my god! Shots, 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 shots! Everybody, <laughs> everybody! I have an advantage, correct? 
Yes, you do. So one is 22. Mm-mm. No, it will not hit. Uh, and I don't think that's going to hit either because that's a 19. A 19 will not hit. Okay, so I'll use my bonus action and I'm just... How far Wait, away do, from... don't you have inspiration? I do, but I didn't want to use it. You can know. use it to hit. I guess. Okay. 22 plus 11. That'll hit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got a lot of inspiration to give out, so... Yeah. So, 7 plus my Colossus Slayer, because it's below its... Is it below its HP maximum? Yes. Yes. So, that's 4. So, 7 plus 4 with my longbow. So, uh, another 11? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, um, as my bonus action, because I have that... Wait, didn't... Oh, you didn't have them marked? No. I dropped my mark. Yep, you did. my bears. My bears. My bears. How far away from my short sword is Tiamat? (sighs) Yeah, that one's going to be a good distance, about 60 plus. 60? Okay, yeah. well... You can send it forth, when the so sword... maybe next turn. See, the wordage is confusing. While the sword hovers, you can use a bonus action to cause it to fly up to 30 feet to another spot within 30... Okay, never mind, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like a spiritual just, weapon, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to send it 30 feet forward, and maybe next time she'll get it. And then she's still laying on the ground. She's not taking the vanish action, but she's still in the same kinda, spot, just like... Yep. And I think that's it. I think that's all. Yeah, at the beginning of the next round, uh, Lyndon, you see just right next to you, like, hovering this blue and black spectral dragonborn. What okay. happened to Resden? Yeah, he's at the bottom. Yeah. It's at the uh, beginning of the next round, I thought. Yeah. And also, real quick, just because I didn't want, I want this to be on record, apparently what my ability does with Empty Body is the, it poses the invisible condition. It's not the invisibility spell, so attacking doesn't break it. So cool. I still have resistance to all so damage like and invisible for a minute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so Lyndon, at a random point, while you're just kind of floating in air, you see this black and blue spectral dragonborn just kind of appear next to you and like, oh, fuck! And he pushes his hand out. Uh, let's see, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, twelve, thirteen, fourteen points of healing to you as Bahamut appears, says, oh, fuck, and just kind of pushes forth language awesome towards you. <laughs> Damn, dude. And then he just dissipates in the air. Thanks. Risen, bottom of the round. Is Lyndon, like, in melee with Bahamut, or with Tiamat right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. She just clawed me. Yeah, 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 just clawed, clawed tail. So they're both in the air. Yep, both in the air. They are okay. within five to ten feet of one another, because mm-hmm. melee for uh, Bahamut is... Fucking 25 foot reach. <laughs> Yell out to uh, Lyndon. Do you want help? I can turn you into a giant lizard if you'd like. Help would be wonderful. Are you willing, my friend, to become something bigger? I suppose. I could polymorph you into a T-Rex if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then you're going to have to grab the dragon before you fall. With what? With your teeth. Okay. I know your little arms won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to look up T-Rex stats uh, on D&D Beyond it. I'm doing it. It's uh it's like 130 some hit points or something. Yeah. Okay, for for flavor, Lyndon, go ahead roll a a D20 for me. I just put away my dice roller. <laughs> How dare you? It's a 6. Is there any dex on that T-Rex? <laughs> T-Rex Dex? You want T-Rex Dex? Yeah, it's like an instantaneous, just the second you get turned, because Resden told you what to try to do. It's not your turn yet, it's just an instantaneous reaction. Uh, The Dex of the T-Rex is zero. (laughs) (laughs) So the moment Resden tells you to try to bite it, as you are now magically turned into this monstrous fucking T-Rex with teeny little arms, you try to chop towards uh, the white head of Tiamat. Just based on Resden's suggestion. You do miss. Is he going to fall? Linden is beginning to 
fall. How tall are T-Rexes? They're, they're uh, big. Huge, they're, they're huge, huge creatures. beasts. Thirty How to forty feet. Fifteen feet tall. Oh, I was like thirty forty. Oh. Can you cast it large? <laughs> I mean, they're 15 to 20 feet tall. That would be so fucking cool. Well, it's going to affect what I do, because I I can cast, as a reaction, Featherfall on the T-Rex. Yeah, Lyndon, because he did miss with that instantaneous try to bite it, he is beginning to fall. Okay, so as a reaction, cast Featherfall, so he lands with no damage. I land, like, with one foot Oh, no, you're still falling. Like, okay, I'm still falling, but I'm going to land like a ballerina when I do. (laughs) A T-Rex ballerina. Just so if you know. You How high up is he? If I land. He's at least 25, 30 feet up. So he goes 60 feet per round, so... Okay, okay. He's not, like, super floating like a feather. He, he drops fairly fast, but slow enough to not hurt himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically 10 feet per second, Pat, is what he's falling. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> that's, and a, then, that's a T-Rex. <laughs> and then as my bonus... Uh, I'm going to shoot off one more of my crown of stars. <laughs> 25, you got to hit. And uh, give it a... Um, does it, is there anything that's causing us to get an advantage on... Did you get inspiration? My bears. I'm engaged well, this with is them, a ranged. No. This is a ranged attack. I don't think I get advantage on range, do I? No, unless you're a rogue. Well, it's a ranged attack. If, if there's still somebody in melee, I still consider that advantage. Okay, and I've got the bardic inspiration, so I'm going to use that yes, as well. Yes, you dispel? Yes, it, it, that's, that's me. Oh. This is my oh. game. Yeah, no, that's sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> I had 25 exactly, because I had 15 oh, nice. plus 10 to hit. Okay. Uh, so 4d12. Oh. Radiant yes. damage. Oh, please tell me you hit uh, more than 20 total. 25 points of radiant damage. Okay, which one of the heads do you throw this at? Oh, uh... You have it's the mechanized... damage, I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, I'll go for the mechanized one. I figure radiant right, I was going to say, you have the mechanized, the blue one, the green one, the white one, and the red one. Yeah, I'll go mechanized. Mechanized. So as you go through this, what does it look like when this head on the far right just seems to fucking disassemble and just break apart and just shatter into sparks? What causes it? Like, what does it look like when this burst hits it? Say, like, if when you take a welding torch to metal, that's what the ball, it ignited, like, just a complete band yeah. around towards the base of the neck and just, whoosh, just turned to molten metal and then the whole neck the and whole head, head just, just fell falls. to the ground. Nice. And here, Tiamat stands with four heads upon her monstrous dragon body. And we're going to leave it right there. Aha, suck it, Tiamat. <laughs> yeah, we're winning. Uh, she's not dead. No, no, she's not. One <laughs> of you funny. almost is dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like fighting Tiamat with like one item. Hmm, shit. Could have uh, splurged for a couple more things there. Pretty <laughs> old. I'm no. mad about my bears. <laughs> I'm so no, mad. I wasn't going to do that. I wanted it to no, be no, hard. No, it's fun. I wanted this to be hard. I wanted... Cause it's this hard. Is, if... For the listeners, if you haven't figured it out, this is all in Elias's head. This is Elias's battle. Yeah. And I love this. And I love how my thoughts that I had came together with what you were saying. That was just like a perfect fucking fusion. Mm. We are uh, Pat Ty now. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, it's time to end. Thank you for joining us on this. <laughs> 
Oh, God. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I have been their Dungeon Master, Patrick. Hey, Tyler, where can they find you? They can find me on all the social media and at tylerscowcroft.com, but my uh, handle is tscowcrow, T-S-C-O-W-C-R-O. What about you, Matt? I'm also on Twitter at longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Otto? You can find me crawling through grass in your local field of grass, I guess. <laughs> Or you can find me on Twitter at Human Reekage. Yeah. Oh, hey, Nate's over there too. Where can they find you? They can find me <laughs> falling from your local sky, trying to grasp a dragon's face with my teeth before I splat against the ground. Or on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. Me, Linden. <laughs> it's not oh, even so a roar. Fun. It's <sighs> roar. My <sighs> tiny little arms. No, I'm a bard. I'm a bard. Let's be realistic. It's arms. <laughs> It's like that little thing from like uh, Eldorado when he's like Thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more misfits in your life, you can join us on Twitter at misfits underscore guide. Please also give us a follow on our main page at Cast Omen Things, where you can stay updated on all our other podcasts and adventures like Call of Duty, Dresden Files, Princess World, Test Kitchen, Masks, and many more to come. All our episodes can be found by searching Cast Omen Things on iTunes, Podbean, or any app of your choice. So please subscribe and keep an eye out. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a nice rating and review on iTunes or Podbean. Lastly, you can reach us through email castamanythings at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. The point is we absolutely want to hear from you, our amazing fans. So we'll see you next time on Misfits Guide to Adventuring. Can we level up? up? Oh, fuck you. Level 28. Oh, God. Don't even... (laughs) 